So, welcome to the Frito Show. This is a weird one. I am on my own today. Um, for uh, obvious reasons. It's the 23rd of March 2020. And uh, we are in a virus lockdown. The coronavirus. COVID-19 whatever else names are thrown out there. It's a weird one. I'm on my own. But anyways, welcome. I'll try to do my best to do one just me. Um, I had planned another one um, last week, but of course that needed to be cancelled. Uh, I'll, I'll do it when the dust settles, but... Uh, uh, the plan was to do one every month, and uh, well, if I want to keep that schedule, you just have to uh, deal with me for how long, however long this wa lasts. Um, I'll start off a bit strange. I'll 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 say. I, I kind of like this situation. Don't don't get mad at me yet, because <laughs> I. You know, I don't like the the chaos. I don't like the uncertainty. I don't like the, you know, the people dying of of a you know of a of a disease. I don't I don't like the chaos. I don't like the. But what what I do like is that we're thrown off the th treadmill for a second. You know, and it feels it feels kind of real. You know, we feel. We, we kind of feel alive, uh, in a in a perverse way um, and I find it so odd this, this whole situation since most of us are healthy there's no damage from a meteorite or earthquake or, or, or a war at least in most part of the world there's of course parts where that, that is also the case on top of this um, so my heart goes out to those or really to the the tough edges but for most of us this is just a weird interruption of daily life you know, with huge consequences don't don't get me wrong i mean uh, like we all look to a financial uncertain future um uh, we'll have to kickstart the economy and but especially you know us in the creative field we're gonna we're gonna suffer in a different way and and, and we don't know how or if or what you know, it's just uncertainty so far but what i do like is this small moment where we can stand still and i mean it never happens it just never happens and and that is kind of a wake-up call as well, is that, shit, you know, we never have time to just sit and contemplate. Okay, individual here or there, uh, quite likely, will make the time to do that, but but not really. You know, that's a very unique situation, and, and, and that part, I'm, I'm very interested in. All the other part terrible, yeah. All, all, but most of us are healthy. Or even when, you know, most of us that get sick, they'll get fine again too. Yeah? 
it's only the the small percent percentage that really is a big trouble in this case and and but the real trouble lies in in the exponential growth of this disease i guess where uh, it spreads so fast that it overwhelms healthcare systems it overwhelms just society as a, as a whole and uh, so it's interesting to see how we react or how how well how well we react and we don't know that until it's over uh, and you see the different countries choosing different strategies how to approach it and of course there's cultu cultural cultural uh, um, uh, flavors that play in well you know how nonchalant or how obedient or how uh, strict or how uh, military or how whatever whatever flavor uh, each each country has but after the dust settles we'll we'll see what what was an effective strategy and what was a devastating strategy and that's quite scary you know because you we don't know until it's over and we don't know when it's over. Huh? Um, there's enough voices which go either way, you know, total collapse, or we'll get over this pretty soon. But I don't know. I don't know. But how do you? Yeah. So the other part I find it's also a long-term thing. Uh, the other thing that I find at least in myself very, quite fascinating hey how how does this event affect uh, uh, me making art what kind of art uh, do I make and does that still make sense um, uh, you know, or or does this experience change change enough so I have to reevaluate how and what or an if I make art. Uh, well, the if is is the most negligible, I guess. But uh, but how and why and and uh, uh, yeah, it will be quite interesting. Because not only uh, uh, I do believe we artists we we need platforms to develop ourselves to show what we've done to reflect and see what we've done stupid to retry it again uh, uh, and if these platforms are under pressure or, or certain platforms cease to exist and other platforms maybe thrive under these circumstances that will also kind of nudge us artists into into different directions and and uh, what I look into myself is okay uh, which direction do would I like it to go? Uh, if the, um, uh, let's say, the commercial part comes under a huge pressure now through the, you know, through the economic repercussions of the all the all the actions that had to be taken to to you know not overwhelm the the society with with devastation like. Uh, like uh, Italy, for example, uh, in the situation Italy is at the moment. Um, 
Yeah, but these repercussions, we don't know yet how that will affect kind of our platforms, our our value systems in a way, you know. Because we're gonna we're gonna have to look at at uh, at mortality or at death at at the risk of of being alive and how how do you try or pretend to offset that risk? How do you yeah? How do you uh, and you know? To be honest, we artists aren't the smartest in that re uh, aspect to kind of. Uh, since we're often so on the margins of what's bearable or possible that we don't have the buffers to to easily kind of digest these kind of hits, and maybe we will able to to you know to be able to take the first hit, but if there's like a second hit and a third hit and a fourth hit, we're out. And and this is also an interesting thought is okay let's say if all the basis for making art it's maybe a bit of an existential question and it's maybe a, li a little bit further than it needs to needs to go at this point but i want to i, I want to try to pursue that thought anyways but, you know what if if all the all the structures that we call an art world now are just basically are going to be marginalized uh, worst case scenario uh, um, artist run spaces not existing anymore galleries you know only a handful survive um, art institutions funding is going to be rerouted into other economic activities you know so they'll most of the artists or the the, the uh the Art institutions will, you know, suffer, and will play it safe. Will will do what brings in crowds or brings in, you know, sales or, or whatever. If there's gonna be any sales, you know, how how do you react as an artist? You know, if suddenly your your possibility to show your work, to distribute your work, to to sell your work, to to uh, yeah, to to communicate with your work. If that's all, like all the traditional channels are going to be kind of dissolved, uh, what kind of art do you make? You know, what what art does make sense if if you you know what what is the real in and what I want to get at I guess is what is the real drive you know why do we make art and do we do we still make art if everything is against us. Yeah? And uh, um, uh, I don't want to marginalize other people who have it much, much harder, you know, in other parts of the world. But because um, I, I do appreciate it and believe that, you know, being an artist or expressing yourself creatively is <clears throat> is in many sense a luxury. Uh, and uh, I don't, I don't say you can't express yourself creatively in in anything you do. But this this kind of idea of the visual artist that that I'm part of, you know, is it is kind of a luxury. It's 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 very much a necessity too. You know, I I wouldn't I I I wouldn't know how not to be an artist. I wouldn't know how not to make stuff. I don't. I wouldn't know how to not make art. 
But uh, your legitimacy, your 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 role in society through events like this will change. It might get better, it might get worse, but it will change. And and you know how do you absorb? Yeah, what what? How do you how do you keep your drive? How do you keep your focus? How do you keep keep your your development going in in yeah in such a quick change and uh, I think that will determine a lot of what will happen creatively in the coming coming years I guess kind of how to yeah how to digest that it it can be over in a blink of an eye you know it can be ch it can change in a blink of an eye and you know not to underwhelm the severity but but uh yeah, because a lot of people suffer through this both health wise but also kind of uh you know the repercussion of of all the measurements uh, measures that have been taken but uh, it's still quite mild because we don't have like physical destructions around us on top of it we don't have you know a meteorite strike we don't have a, a, a yeah uh the devastations of of a war, annihilating like every physical building on top of that. You know? We don't the uh, the food is still grows, uh, it's still harvested, it's still distributed, so it almost feels like a, a training exercise, a very real one, a very you know a real exercise. But but it feels. It feels also still kind of safe or sane or or yeah or something like that. And that doesn't take away that is fucking scary, you know. It doesn't but that makes it also real. Yeah? And Uh, but uh, uh, this is one thing striking at one time, but you can also have several things striking at the same time. Yeah. What if a pandemic like this, on top of a hurricane, on top of earthquakes, on top of wars, all happen at the same time? You know, what is our, what is our uh, pain? You know, and plus, not to minimize, like like the the environmental destruction we we all of us you me all of us kind of put onto this onto this planet and how how many hits we can take at the same time before we go knock out you know before it's just game over i don't know two three so so maybe this we can we can take this situation as an opportunity to reflect on that or to to look at ways of yeah building more robust systems you know to you know because in the end what we what we're in is in a in a in a battle with nature you know? nature doesn't nature doesn't care you know it just doesn't give a fuck it just doesn't doesn't give a fuck either i guess 
is what I wrote somebody today. Uh, but it's a brutal fight, you know, and either we figure it out or we do not. And uh, uh, but but really, the way how we're going to figure it out will determine kind of what we believe or what kind of what we think, what kind of humans we are. Are we going to be more social? Are we going to be more kind to to the environment, uh, both the natural, both you know? What are we going to be uh, more sensible? Are we going to think a bit longer than you know one month, next paycheck, or or are we just going to forget all about it and keep on going, waiting for the next one to happen? You know until until uh, the one is so big that we can't absorb the hit anymore. Yeah, and yeah, so it's a. I guess it's a huge strain on 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 our morality, I guess, or on our yeah on our purpose. And but, you know, what I also do feel is. I I don't feel in control at all. I don't I don't I don't know which direction it should go. I don't know what what's the sensible strategy to 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 get out of this situation we're in where we're a lot of people um uh, some sociologists call it a and oh no I've, now I'm going to screw up Anyways, that we're we've become a geological force as a human species, um, and that might well be true. Yeah. So our our accumulative seismic power is is almost a being in itself, where where we as an individual are parts, and we definitely play our part and we, we we have our responsibility but we also don't care we also don't we you know, also we can't really oversee the the real implications and we don't have an alternative often you know? and that's what we're gonna have to figure out is there an alternative you know if there's not then do we just run until we run into the ground uh. Wow, this gets really depressing. I'm so sorry. I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to head this way. Because uh, in a weird way, I'm always hopeful. Um, or a positive. You know, I think uh, we still still do have a chance, and and. But I don't think we have located yet where the chance lies. You know, I don't think we have figured out. I mean, of course, the the Silicon Valley people make us believe that it's in artificial intelligence, in in technological kind of progression or whatever. And they could be right, uh, probably not, hundred percent, or maybe not at all. It could be a spiritual kind of path that, but you know. We are also this creature which 
has this weird urge and this weird weird kind of almost unstoppability you know of and even even if it has an unconscious purpose you know we don't know it and and even if we would know it it wouldn't mean we would be able to stop it uh, and it's And it's accumulation of the... Uh, I always find it weird. There's like 7 billion people on the earth. And they're all, you know, between a certain size and a certain size. There's like a, a top and a bottom. You know, they're... Okay, they're small, but there's a... They grow to a certain size. They wake up. They sleep. They shit. They eat. They fuck. They, you know, chase their dreams. They try to kind of realize their ambitions. They start families. They do good. They do bad. And just the sheer number of that re repetition, you know, each and every day. And the sheer, like the machinery behind it to just kind of deal with it. You know? and, and that machine becomes very visible now that, that suddenly society goes in lockdown. But it also stays invisible because I find it very fascinating that, of course, everything stands still, but still the supermarkets fill up with food, at least here in this country. And so, and of course, probably because there's all kinds of stockpiles, but to 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 take, you know, take in account these kind of situations because it's not the first time a crisis hits but uh, but nonetheless I mean there's this this machinery behind the behind the scene thing that goes on and on and on and on and and is almost invisible well, you can look at a part you can look at another part you can you can really get good at a certain part or a certain idea of it but it's very hard to, or maybe impossible to get the full picture or the full understanding of where it goes. And uh, and I don't even think the people who who believe they are in power or who believe they're on top because they acquired so much wealth and so much influence and stuff like that 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 they even know where it's going. You know, they try to maybe steer it. And they try to maybe control it, or they try maybe to, to you know, even squeeze it more dry, or whatever, whatever the motives are. Uh, but these motives are are kind of in us all as well, right? We always want to better ourselves. We want to have more than we had the day before. We want to, you know, we want to be healthier. We want to all these kind of things. And uh, which is a which I guess is a human striving or human yeah human characteristics or and it's very hard to to hack that and maybe hacking it isn't the right strategy you know had it has been successful so far we're still here. And we're not. I haven't been here that long, I guess. But, but uh, we have been here a while at least. And 
Yeah. No, so I have a lot of questions these days. Very kind of serious ones, I guess. But then, as I said, I just finished my new studio. I'm, in, I, I'm lucky that I still can go here because there's not a complete lockdown. I, and uh, I just bike here on my own. I'm, I'm here on my own, so I can actually get some stuff done. And, uh, and I immensely enjoy it working in my studio. I think that's one of the best things there is. But, uh, but we'll see how. <laughs> Yeah, how the future will will impact that, you know, and and because um, the thing I do enjoy most here is is making stuff and and yeah, I hope I I I will still have the opportunity to do that in a while. You know? I think I think I will, but you know, it will be under under some stress. And a good part of being an artist that you kind of kind of used to this crisis mode yeah, you're kind of used to that oh suddenly a show gets cancelled or or you do a show and it has no success whatsoever or it has success but but it still drains your bank account or it it uh, uh, or yeah, you get an opportunity or you don't or you, you apply, you apply, you're ignored or you're, yeah, so or you make art that doesn't fit the time or the, the place or whatever so you, you're always in this kind of crisis mode and plus the biggest crisis you're always in, in battle with yourself you know, you you go from complete self-doubt to to e egotistic uh, acceleration to yeah, to panic to mania to you know through all these vices and and uh, and experiences so um to be on the edge you know it's something most artists are kind of familiar with so in that regard it's not it's not that big a leap you know cuz cuz the, the the safety nets or the the securities or the the, the fake securities uh, most of society has don't don't always apply to us that easily it doesn't mean we don't you know as an artist you don't have other jobs you don't have other other kind of ways of of living you'll probably have to otherwise yeah this is also this idea that you you have several legs to stand on you know that you you don't just do one thing, but you have you have income from several sources. You have, uh, but also input from several sources, which is much more important, I guess. That you're, yeah. I don't know. But it's a tricky time. It's always is, but it's it's trickier now, and it's uh, yeah. But probably people need even more art now they might not know it they might not want it but they might might need it yeah to because uh, I I think I think also this is at least f for me it's always been a role you know the, the artist role is figuring out what it means to be alive figuring out what kind of what time are we living in what time who are we as people and 
and to really explore these kind of un, unknown territories in oneself because that's the only thing you really can explore I guess and you know, to figure out if you can if you can make something that is bigger than yourself or or I don't that's not a good description but you, you probably know what I mean where yeah where you do something so meaningless that it be, becomes meaningful again you know because it is a it has a mirroring function function where you can look look at something and through looking at it you can reflect uh, your thoughts and your your positions and your beliefs and your ideas and your inspiration and and these kind of things but these are just vague terms in the end you know in the end uh, and it's very it's a very weak fundament to to base you know base Bath your your uh, Fata Morganas on. So in the end, we're dealing with illusion, you know, and uh, uh, and I don't think we as people like to be pointed out our illusions. You know, I mean, that's what's happening now, right? We we look around the world like one day it's all fine and the next day uh, everybody changed their pattern everybody changed their behavior everybody changed their you know even the people ignoring it you know do it you know probably out of being more ignorant yeah but uh, yeah so if that can happen, anything can happen, right? But then also really, really good things can happen. You know, then also also the you know, the doomsday is possible, but also the salvation or whatever you want to call it. And I think I think that's that's what's been lacking in me in myself, I think, is that I don't have a a vision. Oh, that sounds that sounds rough. No, I mean, I mean, I cannot imagine a better future. I can, of course, I can imagine a worse one. You know, I mean, uh, suffering is easy to imagine, but it's hard for me to to imagine a better future. Um. And I probably have to clarify that a bit because, of course, you can imagine a better where everybody has more resources, or you can, you know, develop your blah blah. All these things, yeah, for sure. The practical parts I understand too, but and there is a let's let's relate it to or let's oh, shit fuck how how do I uh, how do I formulate it, this thought? Of, so yeah, bear with me. I often use these kind of 
internal discussions to formulate thoughts it doesn't mean that I often that I'm you know I might not hundred percent believe in them yet or I haven't kind of formulated them to a point where where they make sense so so uh, you know listen to it as rambling first and most and then uh, maybe maybe there's some stuff valuable stuff in there you can use or think about or whatever but uh, don't take it too serious that's what I would say but um, where were I where were I yeah vision right I uh, as a human species we have a I do feel our consciousness has really encapsulated the globe. You know, even though we speak of 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 different countries and different con countries, you know, uh, there's more and more people who who has been to Asia, who has flown to Australia, who who visited America, who you know stayed in in South America and all the different, who, you know, who who wandered through Africa, who you know whatever. You know, so we have a, a like uh, we have seen more of the world. Of course, it's that's for the privilege who have enough resources to fly, etc. But that's that's quite a quite a large amount of people, and and with that, there's there has been more links and more connections made, and more understanding. And there's more consciousness of yeah, shit. It's all one globe. Yeah, there's not that much to. Explore, you know. Of course, there's some, uh, you know, some deep oceans which can be explored, and some, some corner in some rainforest that hasn't been kind of, you know, wandered through. But, but that corner won't give us like big surprises anymore. You know, it, I mean, it could in forms of diseases or or cures or stuff like that. But it it's. You know, there's no no hidden continents, and that and that we know of. <laughs> but there's no yeah, we're we're one, one globe, and we understand it. And and there's seven billion of us kind of walking this globe, and so it's get it's getting a bit more crowded in especially certain areas. But seven billion people is a lot of people, and if this you know, us as a species wants to survive. You know, a better future might not be the the thing that kind of warrants that. And then you can, of course, say, you know, we better have, you know, we better strive for the perfect future, live that for a couple of years, and then you know, last person turns off the light. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a vision. I don't have a. I don't have a idea where where I would like it to go or or I think that's very problematic I think that's very I mean I have enough drive I, I have enough enough ideas I have enough you know I I you know to keep myself busy and to to um, you know figure out something what it means to be alive but but I lack this kind of overwhelming you know or this kind of 
maybe idealistic vision of a future. You know, and this is also why I find, find I feel so strange in these times we're living in, where there's this this dualistic view in the world. Where you're either left or right, or you're either either this or that, or or right, or you know, there's yeah, it, it feels much more more blurry for me, or more ambiguous ambiguous. Sorry for the crappy pronunciation. And yeah, maybe I I it it seemed like everything is so fragmented or or some not fragmented but uh, uh, faceted. You, know, you any problem, any any issue, any kind of dream, anything. It's there's so many third, fourth, fifth order of consequences which are, of course, not overseeable, but which have might have huge uh, impacts. And and so this navigation through through life, I find it highly fascinating. So don't you know? It's not a. It's not a depressed thing that I don't have a vision it's not a, it's not that I it's not a fatalistic one it's it's really I just don't know I just you know I, I'm in the past I've I thought I've known a couple times but I had to I had to let, go, let that go because even if I if I try to dissect my own work or, or or what I work on or my ideas and stuff like that uh I hardly know what they mean. So the 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 theme I'm working now uh, is is for example is the underworld, and and I'm not I'm not so interested in in the religious underworld or 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 yeah probably I am too because it it's it comes from the same curiosity or same questions or stuff something like that. It uh, but it comes from. You know the, the the shadow world or the forgotten world or the the world where yeah, the residue, I guess. You know, and or you know, or 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 a theater of life that is you know dramatized to a, to a certain point where you know where where it has to turn. Into the underworld, you know, or just accidentally ends up there, or or something like that. But what I want to say with it, or what I want to get at, or what I want to, you know, what I want to, what kind of stand, or what kind of vision, or what kind of, you know, it's it's not about that. At least not for me, you know, and and maybe for if I ever manage to realize it, because the idea is to make a a very big installation with this. And uh, well, according to the situation we're in now, I might not be able to realize it for a long, long time, if at all. But uh, thinking about it and drawing and planning and that I can do. Um, so it's so the underworld for me. It's not a necessarily a bad place. It's just a place which. 
you know, which has a different or an alternative truth. Yeah, maybe it's a simplification, maybe it's a, a complexification of what we're living in, but but it's at least some kind of reflection of 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 reality, I guess. But it's it's not it's not a you know it's there's not a strategy behind it. You know, there's a you know it's such a big theme that you can kind of endlessly drown in it. So maybe it's just an escape, I guess. Could well be, yeah. But it's been, you know, I do believe, you know, as an artist, if you, or I, or I get skeptical, if as an artist you don't have, like, these fascinations or obsessions, you know, where you just have to dive into it, you know? So I've been, I've been reading five, six books now, either with a title Underworld or un, uh, Underworld or, uh, or relating to that, thematics and from you know from uh, semi uh, uh, archaeology to novels to philosophy to sociology through so it there's it started all with with Kowloon hidden city in Hong Kong this famous lawless city which has been there for like a couple of decades um and what caught my eyes is maybe this cliche thing of you know the artist uh, liking deteriorating things i do believe that's also kind of uh, you know where all people left uh, detroit was an area like that or is 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 an area like that where where these abandoned places have been aestheticized or you know been chased and photographer or, yeah, there's a appeal to it and then there's a certain certain danger to kind of enter them or to you know to because uh, you yeah but not really you know because you don't have to interact with people you just have to interact with with the idea people have of of you being there or not but you don't have to interact with people so it's a it's a narrativeless um narrativeless interaction uh, or that's just a, a it doesn't mean that it's devoid of narrative but you know because it tells kind of a story of use and of past and all that but it's in the end it's just a, a, a kind of a fetishism you know it's a it's a I would say a cop out and I'm very much guilty of it I never I'm not <laughs> I'm not interested in taking pictures of people uh, because there's seven billion of them and which one do you choose and why and then you have to have a vision I guess to do that and and to choose like the architecture or to choose to choose uh, shapes and and forgotten histories and and textures because layers of of stories have been been there that has always fascinated like i like early when i was still studying i i was lucky enough to go to the el toro marine base in 
in Los Angeles to with a photo class I was attending at the <coughs> and an exchange program I was following then uh, at Cypress College <coughs> and um, uh, this was before digital photography so I, I shot 19 rolls of film on that military base and and uh, and that has somehow and yeah maybe it's just that, that accidental situation that made me be interested in these kind of structures and, and stuff like that and the same with Kowloon City of course the bustling and the danger and the and the stuff in there and the, the lives but in the end they're very very mundane because they're very base driven you know there's there's the, the sex the drugs the gambling the uh, you know the illegality the uh, and just the daily life on top of that and and it's just it's just a different normal you know it's not a it's not a norm but it's it's a different normal and it becomes a system like anything else and and of course there's individual stories which are which can be interesting you know but uh, in the end what i find most interesting is kind of the the overall entity of uh, for example a thing like Kowloon walled city where you know where where we start to read things into it where we start to project our ideas of society and 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 you know and structures onto it because lawlessness is in in you know of chaos is is one thing that we probably fear most uh, i mean we're trying to offset the risks of being alive of this brutal battle with nature and we build these structures and these structures are supposed to keep us safe and even though they're they can be dangerous and lethal they you know we apparently prefer them over other forms and there's a, there's a mystery in there which i can't get at and that's that's what drives me with you know that's that's my driving thing in the underworld it's the mystery of of the underworld hmm? because it it doesn't scare me it doesn't it doesn't intimidate me it just uh, and because i know how to avoid it uh, i i don't think i found myself in the underworld i don't know if you can know that but uh yeah there's a addictive quality to the underworld where you know where the endless repetition you know where the yeah, but then, yeah, you see how it falls apart. <laughs> but there's uh, there's something there which keeps me somehow motivated or somehow, and each time I think, ah, I don't want to do this this huge amount of work for you know for for just an installation, and then you know people will like it and. But then the next day, say, shit, I have to build this. I have to build this. I don't even know what I'm going to build. You know, I don't even know what it's going to be. But it's, I know it needs to be built. 
And what is this driving force, right? Yeah, and this is under stress now. You know? Okay, what is this driving force? And is there, you know, is this just... Uh, you know, why is my urge so important that I have to realize this? Why is my urge so important if I can't even formulate it? Because if I could, I wouldn't do it. You know, if I could, would be able to formulate it. If I knew what I was going to do, I wouldn't do it because, you know, what's the point? There's nothing to discover. And uh, it doesn't mean, you know, that it doesn't value, but it will would be something else, you know. Um, you know, it could be used if you know what it is and know what it means. You could use it in, the, you know, in, in another creative endeavor or even in reality. You know? But uh, for me, that discovery is is paramount. Yeah, I need to not know what I'm getting into, and I keep myself dumb because of it at, quite often as well. You know, where I kind of keep my blinders on even though I know if I would have stepped back and thought differently about it, I probably wouldn't have done it. And or would have done it, but yeah. So I'm not so afraid to maybe make a fool of myself. I do believe I make a fool of myself most of the time artistically. And I think that's very healthy. You know, I think that's very... Yeah. But it, it still... The question still remains, okay, why do... Why do we build these castles of sand? You know? Why do we do, do it? And that's probably also the, uh, the idea to... You know, for example, do, do an installation like, like this underworld-themed uh, underworld one to just see it. Just see it materialize you know and kind of this but then it might just be a fetish of the creative act you know just to see yourself create something you know and in that seeing you create you creating something you validate or you see or you recognize your life And the, the the power of 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 choosing that yourself to, to choose to create your reality yourself is of course very seductive too. Uh, but if it's a good thing, I don't know. If it's a if it's necessary, I don't know. If it's you know if it leads to anything, I really don't know. And I don't have any good answers for that. And yeah, it's weird. Weird to surround you with these kind of things, and and where does it lead to? You know, if if all these things are done, you know, have you achieved anything? Have you added something, or just did you just pass the time? And and were there maybe more other things that were more important? Uh, quite likely, but uh, but then again, you choose to be in that situation. So this, of course, not only relates to me, but relates to to most people I guess because you're you're in a situation if you choose it or if you if it's chosen for you you're in a situation and and that's that's the situation and 
and this idea that you and and this is I think also one of my quests in the art is kind of can you can you choose to make or be something you know is being an artist just kind of getting more out of yourself or is being an artist changing yourself and is change really possible or or is it just kind of a you know a illusion of change yeah that's what i think about when i work most of the time or i listen to podcasts or books or things like that yeah and there's always this urge to do more art to find more time to do art and there's that's also very interesting in this this situation where the lockdown is where suddenly you know there's not that many like small jobs that come in there's not no you know big jobs get cancelled and and suddenly you have a lot of time but your resources are are low so you have to make work with what you have and uh, that will only go that long before the money runs out and then you might have to pack up everything and uh, and uh, yeah there's not really an alternative so that's that's a urgency which is a bit new yeah but fate is a tricky tricky thing so we'll see how how it will turn out anyways i think i'll keep it at at that uh, i think uh keep it under an hour i think that's enough rambling for me i hope it's uh it's useful uh i uh i think i enjoy this more with somebody else here as well um but uh yeah, stay safe out there. Don't go out too much. Don't interact too much with people until uh, it's allowed again or if it's safe again so we don't collapse as a society. And, uh, yeah, think a bit. Or let your thoughts wander a bit. Hmm? Be bored a bit. Hmm? Be kind, I guess. It's never wrong. Anyways, uh, thanks for listening. And um, I hope next time I have a guest. And otherwise, uh, I'll do one more. Bye-bye.